0: Uh, if it is to be said, so it be, so it
1: is. I don't want to get naked in front of other guys. I
0: don't like her. Wait, that's his girlfriend? Yeah. Is she funny or something? Do, do you not watch True Blood? Uh, no. We went
2: out to dinner in Atlanta and we had one two minute glasses of wine. And we thought we were fine to drive and we absolutely were not.
3: She just died? Yeah. I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of.
0: I thought she had a speech impediment. Every one of you
4: has good reason to be critical of me.
1: I'll do it, but only for the
4: attention. We have caught and compromised to a permanent end,
0: Osama bin Laden.
1: State of Florida versus Casey Marie Anthony. As to the charge of first-degree murder, verdict as to count one, we the jury find the defendant not guilty. And
4: I'm So Miserable podcast with Elaine and Emily is innocent.
5: Some of you may be wondering
6: what Elaine and I know about heartbreak.
5: It feels like a lot, but then I realize I've never been divorced. So that's why my 40-year-old coworker Richard's here.
7: <laughs> was I supposed to answer a question there, or are you just saying that?
6: You can say, like, hi, I'm Richard. I got divorced and, like, start talking about your <laughs> divorce.
7: Oh, just go, just go for it? Yeah. I was married for six years. And I was with this person for 15 years.
5: That's disgusting. (laughs) How long have you been divorced?
7: I've been divorced for three years.
5: So why did you get divorced?
7: I think uh, we weren't meeting each other's expectations. We did, uh, you know, we started dating in our 20s um moved in together bought a house had a kid and then realized all that stuff uh really didn't matter and we actually just really didn't like each other
6: (laughs) nice were you guys like fighting a lot
7: we were so towards the end i probably this sounds really cliche but I spend a good four or five months on the couch in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> like during holidays and stuff.
5: Oh my God. Like sleeping on the couch?
7: Yes, yeah, sleeping, playing video games, eating dinner sometimes. I was on the, uh, the couch for quite some time.
5: So when you like, were signing the divorce papers, were you, what, was, what were you feeling? What were you thinking? Explain the moment.
7: Well, there was, like, it was, like, 70 pages. (laughs) Did you read it? (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, a little overwhelming.
5: Did you have a lawyer?
7: I did not have a lawyer. Oh. Well, okay, so my ex's family is very, is on the wealthier side. They have good lawyers on their side of the family and everything. So I ended up, uh, Just giving her everything I had.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you tell Elaine what items you left that house with?
7: My clothes. All my clothes. And my... uh, I took my my mounted television off the wall on the day I left. So in like 2012, I bought a a 3D television. (laughs) (laughs) And I was not going to leave that there. No. Um. No way. So I still have it. I mean, it's 3D, but it's not even HD. <laughs> uh,
6: <laughs> Divorce, loot. got my 3D TV.
7: I got my 3D TV, got my PlayStation. I'm set. But I got fifty custody 50% of my daughter and I don't have to pay any type of child support. So I don't know if I should be proud of that or not, but
6: So what was the moment you knew you were going to get divorced?
7: She like told me a whole bunch of times. (laughs) 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 It like took a while for it to click in.
6: Oh my God. That's so funny.
7: She's like, when are you leaving?
6: <laughs> My TV. <laughs> Those things are hard to hang up. Yeah. How often do you look at her new boyfriend's Instagram?
7: <laughs> well, he doesn't have one. So I usually check his Facebook or LinkedIn.
6: LinkedIn?
7: He's like a professional. But he never updates it. He's never once updated it since they've been dating or, or in together.
6: How often are you
5: checking it?
7: <laughs> I don't know. I'll check it like maybe once a month.
5: Liar! <laughs> they see that, can't they? If they see that shit on LinkedIn,
7: you can put like a private. It just says like someone from the print industry has checked your LinkedIn profile.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Richard, I wonder who. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, do you think most of the, like, do you take equal blame for the divorce, or do you think it's that
7: bitch's fault? If you would have asked me, like, a few years ago, I would say it's that bitch's fault. (laughs) I would take equal blame at this point.
6: What are things you think you could have done better in your marriage?
7: I probably could have partied a lot less
6: whoa wait are you kidding boys don't stop partying once you marry them i'll
7: kill michael <laughs> well, i partied a lot before we got married when we were dating she expected me to make a lot more money than i was making
6: <laughs> did she say that
7: Yeah, she'd always be like she had like a number in mind it was like a yearly like reminder <sighs> it was like oh god And I can't wait till you're making like $80,000 a year. Like every time she'd say that, I'm like, fuck, I'm not even close. (laughs) (laughs) And that's one of the reasons I went to college when I was 30. Was to try to get into a different career (laughs) so I could make more money.
6: (laughs) So you did compromise on that. That's nice.
7: I tried. (laughs) But I got a graphic design degree.
6: (laughs) Yeah, well, at least you have one of those. (laughs)
5: <laughs> getting divorced sounds hard what's the biggest thing that getting divorced taught you about yourself
7: I think what I learned was af- a little bit after the divorce was like I could I could be independent and like survive and it, everything just going to be okay um it's not like a little bit better I found myself a little bit you know I was, I was depending on someone for so much and you realize you could do it
1: yourself yeah yeah that's funny
7: (laughs) (laughs) I know you think I'd be able to take care of myself by now I'm almost 40 years old
6: (laughs) (laughs) well it's good to know that a 40 year old is still struggling like Elaine and I Um, hey, thanks for letting me use my coworkers worker's divorce as an icebreaker because we're nervous.
5: Yeah, we're pretty nervous, guys. We're not in a while.
6: Haven't <laughs> <laughs> done this in a while, and this is the first episode that my, my dearest rat will be listening to. <laughs> dearest? Yeah. Hi, baby, sweet angel rat. Fuck you, toad. Possum, awesome. <laughs> love you, baby.
5: <laughs> love you, possum beetle
6: <laughs> I said to be like <laughs> I'm actually not allowed to say that beetle, <laughs> beetle. <laughs> 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 and weasel I literally weasel's the... weasel's the worst weasel's like the most irrelevant but also simultaneously the worst
5: <laughs> it's, it's like really hard to be that and so how he is the most irrelevant also <laughs>
6: basically all of this to say is that if you've made elaine and i cry in the last year you <laughs> have earned yourself the name of a pest
5: <laughs> we have a lot we have uh, some of our other friends have some pests too. the list is like pretty long
6: more to the zoo more to the zoo <laughs> yeah <laughs> Our friend Annie was complaining about, like, the most normal man we've ever been <laughs> told about. And you're like, um, can you stop talking about Shrew to us? Shrew. <laughs> and then she told us that thinking of him as a shrew has, like, actually helped her. Yeah, it does help. It helps, but I also <laughs> just think about Rat constantly. <laughs> you would not believe. <laughs> how much exposure to rats i have <laughs> like just like things that like remind me of rats like i'm I'm not actively like seeing a rat
5: what, <laughs> what am i saying
6: <laughs>
5: i think about rat a lot too actually
6: i'll like be actively trying to not think about rat and then elaine will be like so heard from rat lately or be like uh <laughs> <"Ugh." laughs> me a song and be like this reminds me of you
5: and rat <laughs> yeah honestly the pest thing like if you think if you listen to this and like you think you could on the pest list um just ask one of us honestly we'll tell you
6: oh yeah the second i was able to tell rat he was rat i was like listen what's your name."
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Uh, lane and i
6: have already recorded this intro before and we've had this exact conversation we're having right now, maybe,
5: like, 20 times over. Yeah, we, ta- we actually have this conversation every day. That's kind of why we're like, uh... And we, we started this before my cousin died, which is, like, the thing that, like... was the initial uh, thing that got us off track of recording.
6: <laughs> we're not lying about that, I just want to say.
5: Yeah, I feel like since we started recording this episode, like, in April... um. My life has just been a series of slightly different little heartbreaks, one right after the other. I'm not trying to laugh. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's a little funny, um, and like, I'm not trying to be dramatic because, like, sometimes I do think it's fun to just like be a little sad about things. <laughs> I do want to take this opportunity to say to the gods and demons that I have had enough. I've had enough trials <laughs> and tests. Like, I don't need any more heartbreak, please. I just want to be happy. <laughs> laughing (laughs) (laughs) but honestly i'm like maybe i manifested this happening because see i say that and i'm like i don't actually think i believe in manifestation but that's for another time um (laughs) (laughs) the pseudoscience episode yeah that's coming don't worry um i think that maybe uh we're demons We started talking about all this demon heartbreak shit before any of the actual really fucked up stuff started (laughs) happening
6: to us.
5: (laughs) Well, I think I have to go back to the origin
6: story of, like, how I brought Paimon into our lives. Yeah, go ahead. So, one really fruitful... What's the green holiday? St. Patrick's Day? One fruitful St. Patrick's Day weekend... (laughs) Oh my god, I have to talk so much about Rat on this episode. He's going to like it way too much. <laughs> Basically, Rat bit me really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass Rat. I would this episode is about embarrassing myself, not Rat. Um, Rat bit me and it hurt really bad. And I was like, "Ow, ow, ow." I was really hurt and um I I needed <laughs> my my buddies ethan and zach to hang out with me really bad and so i texted them and i was like ow the rat bit me could have rabies etc need need my boys in my basement watch (laughs) some movies and they were like yes of course it's like thanks like see you guys tomorrow we're gonna hang out and have so much fun
1: Mm. and
6: then earlier in the day i like I'm on Letterboxd. I probably took it every hour, like, to go. And I saw that they went to the movie theater to see a little movie called X Without Me.
5: The, boy, the boys, Ethan and Zach.
6: <laughs> yeah. Ethan, Ethan and Zach went and saw a movie without me, which they had also seen The Batman Without Me, so I was really holding a grudge. Yeah. Like, I let it slide that they saw The Batman Without Me. I was like, well, whatever. Like, I'll, I went and saw it with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, my dad before the movie I'm glad I saw it with my dad because there was a Kermit the Frog commercial before and my dad said that the Kermit the Frog voice they have now is not good not as good as it used to be I was glad to have that insight yeah I know. that's enlightening so whatever I like let the Batman go because I had fun with my dad but I was like if these motherfuckers ever see a movie without me again <laughs> 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 <sighs> okay, so I saw in the letterbox that they hung out without me. Naturally, I was pissed, even though I've probably watched maybe mm, over a thousand movies without them. But <laughs> I need them to tend to my rat wounds. They hung out without me during the day, and I was like, well, I'm going to make this a horrible problem for them. So, <laughs> like half an hour before they were supposed to come over, they text me. They're like, yeah, we're good to come over. And I text back i'm gonna go see the movie x instead
5: <laughs> <laughs> no i remember when this was happening you were like should i say this i'm gonna say this and like sending me screenshots i was like mm-hmm. i was pissed too hello elaine and i were like um think of like some
6: really like fucked up like cronenberg like emotion <laughs> machine that's like making our hearts and emotions like tethered What's happening? You heard (laughs) one of us, we're both gonna be seething. It's true, it's so true. So, I'm like foaming at the mouth from my rabies, from rat, and my (laughs) (laughs) rage at this point. (laughs) And when I'm like really enraged, I quite literally possessed, and that's what I'm like. This is what inspired all of this demon talk. I was like, There, I am literally so angry i am not myself i am literally letting myself be a vessel to all the horrible emotions in the world and i hear sephiroth from final fantasy i hear his theme song it's like so while i'm like while i'm gonna like play that in the background (laughs) i'm texting back like two of my dearest friends in the whole entire world who are usually who are like the sweetest people in the entire world to me they just like happen to go see a movie without me one afternoon i'm literally furiously texting them i'm going to see the movie x then I turn off my phone. I'm like, you're not coming over. I turn off my damn phone. Oh, but then I can't go, like, 15 minutes t- without talking to Elaine. So, like, I turn my phone back on
1: Yeah, 15 minutes. it's true,
6: it's true. And these, these dumbasses, sorry, but you guys were being a little dumb that night. They text me, what? <laughs> <laughs>
5: they, like, didn't get it because... <laughs> we were were possessed That's what we're trying to say here it's like not logical thinking i mean it's so real is what i i i just think ever since we've come to the revelation that when you're heartbroken or really upset you don't feel like yourself you feel possessed
6: yeah and i think feeling emotions that strong is just a big part of who we are
5: yeah i'm so miserable as hell i mean the podcast is called i'm so miserable for fuck's sake like Yeah. That's kind of what
6: kickstarted this whole idea, because it was, like, really funny to be like, we're possessed, we're possessed, we're possessed. We just want to say, yeah, sorry, there's been a lot going on, Uh, a lot of excuses, literal death, literal possession, (laughs) Had had to drop out of college for the third time, which, um, Um, very heartbreaking for me personally mostly everyone's just like fucking pissed at me rightfully so but um I'm not Elaine's like pretty much the only person who's nice to me about it which is very sweet because I appreciate it and it like means a lot to me that like someone isn't
5: disappointed in me but um everything I say is true I wouldn't lie to you
6: yeah that's been probably my biggest heartbreak as of late oh where the fuck's my Dasani water bottle
5: (laughs) Dasani is the devil's piss Emily I can't believe you drink Dasani That's like the only That's like the only thing about you Where I feel that your taste is maybe a little off (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you love Dasani (laughs) Well I've been
6: drinking this since I was like a a Baby doll like my dad We have just like a fridge in the basement That's like been stocked full of coke products Since like I was born
5: Oh that's so true I would come over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when i would come over to your house in high school and be like "Time mm, to go to the fridge in the corner of the basement and get my little root beer in a bottle like <laughs> yeah and then we were like
6: such fucking nerds we would like go on snapchat and pretend like we were drinking beers in my basement because we like wanted to be so bad and crazy we like snapchat like really hot guys in high school and be like yeah we're like drinking beers in my basement it's like pretty chill and it was like literally root beer and we were like watching glee on the tv <laughs>
5: I was about to just say like I may be possessed but I'm not a liar but I think that you've just disproved that. (laughs) (laughs) I know I think we've been
6: like yeah we're a little manipulative but like (laughs) we were getting it was we might as well have been drunk in my basement like we were fucking crazy. Oh yeah we were so fun. Yeah I've just been I've been the Dasani is like my life force it's basically i like to think of you know in dune they got their little packs <laughs> you have to like conserve their water like that's how i feel when i have like my dasani water bottles in my bed at night i'm like all right i have this much water supply left
5: i would have never feed my baby dasani
6: well i think it's why I, I think it's why i didn't grow boobs and like i have like an oddly shaped body is because like the <laughs> microplastics and the dasani like misshaped my body <laughs> I don't know what the big boob water is, but that's what I was fed. Are you drinking GMOs? You're drinking drinking tap water that had like... Oh, well, I do wonder, maybe the government was like, maybe guys in the government were boob guys and they're like, we're going to put stuff in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Make the breasts grow. (laughs) Wait, that's not what this episode's about. (laughs) my god where were we oh i i can't go to college but i have really good ideas (laughs) it's like that's the thing there's no place for academic debate where i can like talk about this like scholarly shit at school Mm -hmm. they were like make make viral hashtag campaign draw zoo animals and i was like (laughs) oh my god you're like i'll draw pest animals i mean yeah seriously (laughs) well one of the biggest one of I knew i was gonna have to drop out again was when i was telling rat about my homework drawing zoo animals <laughs> he said it's so great i get to go to kindergarten every
5: day <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah that was like me watching this latest episode of the rehearsal the one about where he goes to get the actors and I just was, like, watching them talk about all this crazy bullshit that I spent, like, four years studying. And I was like, they all sound fucking delusional. Like, what is My God, this? you were talking like that? And, like, I knew exactly what they were talking about. Like, like, that fucking, the, like, movement exercises they were doing. I'm like, I have had acting classes where we've had to do a very similar... You didn't have to, like, stalk somebody for a week straight. I did have to do shit where I would, like, Go sit and observe people and like come back and like do what I saw like I didn't have to like go that deep but like I don't think the fielder method is that off from a lot of like actual real life acting techniques
1: (laughs) um um,
5: that I am now uh twenty thousand dollars in debt uh over so (laughs) yeah college isn't for everybody I'm like I don't I probably would have done my college differently if i know what i know now but that's just life baby
6: i don't know i guess i've been over the last few months just feeling like i wasn't good or smart enough to talk into a microphone because i've been feeling bad about not being able to do something that i should that i have such hard time doing and now i feel kind of better about it
5: (laughs) yeah yeah in april my first cousin died It's a really tragic and sad situation, you know, he was younger than me, it was an accident. Um, That was the first time I've ever experienced loss like that in my life, which brought about a lot of new feelings, obviously. Um, uh, I didn't really know, the time we recorded the first intro for this, that ended up getting, I don't know, it somehow got lost or something. Um, I didn't. I neglected to download it, and then it got deleted. Forever. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. I've had a lot more time to reflect on it now because I think we recorded that like a week after his funeral, and so I was obviously feeling incredibly intensely about that at that time. And I still do, but in different ways. You know, it's there's just always this element of disbelief for me about the situation. Yeah, I'm also just experiencing like. I don't know, I I lost, like, an opportunity that was really, really important to me. It was out of my control, the reason I lost it, which was, like, really hard. New, um... (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? New developments in the romantic aspect of my life. So, I'm just... (laughs) Um... Just, like... Just, like, having a lot of new feelings over the last four months that I'm just trying to be normal about. Just trying not to, like go down a rabbit hole of being delusional (laughs) um and i'm just trying to like keep grounded in the reality of like the situations that have happened
6: um i don't want my silence to be like an indication of me being in like denial about any of this (laughs) just so everyone knows i Elaine and i talk about this stuff i think uh like eight hours a day. <laughs> like full time hours. Yeah. Talking about this kind of stuff. I just um My my silence does not mean anything. And I feel really bad about everything that has happened to Elaine. But like it's kind of awkward to be in this position where she's like talking about these horrible things and I can't be like, Yes, I'm sorry, because I've been like actively sorry <laughs> for like, months. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm not gonna like say it. No uh, uh <laughs> It's okay. this way.
5: <laughs> I know, anything you anything you would say right now I'd be like yeah I know it's okay
6: <laughs> like I don't want it to be weird that you're like my cousin died and I'm not like immediately like I'm so
5: sorry like, no like I know you're sorry Emily you like went over to my house and talked to my mom about it for like three hours after it happened so <laughs> okay i was just like
6: wait this is like, a little... <laughs> this is like a little weird you're like saying all this horrible stuff and i'm not jumping in and being like i'm sorry
5: no and like i said i'm not trying to say all this to be like oh my god like uh, i'm so dramatic and like woe is me and blah 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 but like i don't know a lot of like real life things are happening to me right now like things that i've known are a part of life and that would come eventually but they've all just like been coming and been coming and like it's hard because now I live like f- fucking like I don't know 800 miles away from like almost all of the people that I love and like that's like made it harder for sure but I think in one year from now hopefully sooner I'm gonna just look back on all these These things I've been going through and just be grateful for what they've taught me because I just, I'm just really scared of ever feeling like time was wasted or energy was wasted thinking about things or, you know, I'm being way more vague with all these problems I'm experiencing than (laughs) Emily is because I am, uh, I'm nervous about sharing too much. (laughs) But, um, you know, just text me if you want want to know more and I'll tell you but you know like obviously the the death that I've been dealing with is like the biggest it's been my biggest teacher and my biggest source of pain for a while
6: (laughs) (laughs) i like take myself seriously (sighs) we're like and now welcome the grim reaper (laughs) elaine is really getting close I mean, I'll just jump in and victimize myself and be like, well, it's been really hard on me that like people are asking me like, where's the podcast for the podcast? And like, it's hard for me to be like, oh, Helena is so depressed right now. Yeah. She's like, I'm like, oh, my God. She's been dealing with so much. And it's like hard because everyone thinks I'm like a liar about that now. But it's also hard that I can't just be like, well, I actually don't feel up to doing it because I'm a doofus because no one cares
5: the thing is like we have talked all like so much about how like to each other about how we love the podcast and it makes us happy and don't worry everyone like we know you're our fans and you love it like it's not gonna end like even if there's months and months like we could go a year and we promise there'll be another episode like it makes us happy but it's also hard because we take pride in what it is and we don't want to just like make shit because we the pressure. We want to do it cuz we want to do it, you know. That goes without saying, but I'm just gonna I've said it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I don't know, and it's hard for me to like sit here and talk about this shit that's been making me sad cuz I think one of the biggest things I realized about dealing with my cousin's death is like it was really hard for me to like accept that accept the like very specific and nuanced ways that it affected me because It doesn't feel like it's about me to me. You know what I mean? Like it feels like it's about him, and it feels like it's about his mom and his brother and his friends. You know, it doesn't feel like necessarily right for me to sit here and be like, "Oh my God, I'm just this. I'm so sad. This is like hurting me so much." When like I know that there's like other people out there who I love very dearly that it's affecting on a much different and deeper and more painful level you know but I'm, I've, I've been trying to accept that it's okay that I'm a label on a feeling as correct or incorrect so anyways
6: I yes you're, you're allowed to have felt bad you are allowed to feel bad
5: <laughs> yes yeah I know and I know it's like dumb that I would even doubt that but hmm, what can I say I don't know I've just been thinking a lot about how almost everything in life and i know i said this in our last recording but i want to say it again because it's very true That uh, um i think every ends in like death or like some form of heartbreak
6: last time you said it in such like a more like blunt way you were like everything ends in death or heartbreak like,
5: you're <laughs> no I'm now like, you sound like an an orb i'm like softer now i'm more like you know last time i said it um a little less heartbroken at that time than I am now (laughs) um (laughs) yeah I don't know but like we all choose to participate in like these things anyways and we all choose to participate in life anyways and I definitely (laughs) have like felt heartbreak over things like um closing a show um I remember when I closed American Idiot my sophomore year of high school I like Couldn't handle it like the the circle before the show that we always did as a cast. Like it was closing night, and I was like inconsolable. Like I could not breathe. I was so sad.
6: Well, you were also dealing with a lot in that show because, as one of Elaine's biggest fans ever, of course I had to go see it. And like you were like pregnant, like (laughs) getting shot and murdered. I don't know. You were doing like you're having like the worst things happen to you every night. So I feel like emotionally, you probably get like tied to stuff like that.
5: Oh yeah, if you want to, if you want me to talk about that. I can talk about the sh- <laughs> the show I was in my freshman year of college called Night Mother. If any of y'all know it, it's a movie, with, um, it's also a play. It was a play first. Just two women in it, a mother and a daughter. The mom is like 60. I played the mom, typical. <laughs> I played the six- <laughs> I played the 6-year-old six- mom as a 19-year-old freshman in college. <laughs> um and her daughter it just takes place in their living room they're like these like they're like southern and the mom is like single and old and the daughter is like 30 and divorced and has epilepsy and is really fucked up and they're both really fucked up and the daughter is basically like yeah mom tonight i'm gonna kill myself don't try and stop me um and the whole play is just, like, it starts out with her saying that, and then the whole play is them just, like, talking about it the whole time and, like, <laughs> like pushing the mom aside, being like, I'm going to do it. Don't try and stop me. And then she says, night, mother. And then she <laughs> closes the door and shoots herself. And, um, you know, I slayed with that performance. It's one of the probably the most iconic performances on my, uh, I would say, that I've done. But um, it did fuck me up for a long time <laughs> afterwards because... I let myself go to some dark places to get that that performance out of myself. But I won't be doing that again. No more method acting. Method acting is fucked up and I don't really know if I respect people who do it, but I've been heartbroken not getting parts before. That's like one of the worst feelings ever. Okay, this is another good example of when I was so possessed. My senior year of high school, I did not get the lead in the musical, which is fine because looking back like, I, as a junior, got the lead my junior year in the musical, which is, like, I think some people were pissed about it at the time. But, you know, I slayed that shit. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then my senior year, I didn't get the lead, and I really fucking wanted it. I still got a good part. Like, it, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, I hate that musical now. Like, I won't listen to it or watch it because I've, like, ruined it for myself, which is my fault. But, um, no, as soon as I didn't get that role, like... I ruined basically, like, the rest of my senior year for myself. I was so possessed. I was walking around the halls of high school, like, being such a cunt to everybody. Like, I, you could ask multiple people and they would agree with, with what I'm saying. Like, I <laughs> turned into a raging bitch. Like, <laughs> I was fully demonically possessed over that heartbreak of not getting the lead my senior year. <laughs>
6: um (laughs) basically elaine not getting the lead in this musical led to like (laughs) deceiving my cousin like making fake instagram accounts (laughs) like (laughs) Uh,
5: uh, (laughs) (laughs) possession essentially um
6: i think it's crazy a little that you're able to like pinpoint these moments of heartbreak because for me personally i feel like i just like completely forget get that it happens like, oh. i will be so basked in it and i had my college breakup with my boyfriend of like multiple years i think i spent like a year in bed like crying over it but now i'm like recording this podcast on this mic he bought me because <laughs> he was like drinking white claws on a, call, <laughs> on a discord call we were on and he forgot my birthday so he felt bad so he bought me this and so it's like all's forgiven, really. You know, it's hard for me to to remember that I spent a year in bed crying over him. Now he's my friend who, like, forgets my birthday still. <laughs> but I don't even have to get that mad at him because he's not my boyfriend. Even though he forgot my birthday when he was that. Oh, I do want to say since, like, yeah, a lot of heartbreak is obviously associated with romantic relationships. And, like, I've, I know I've alluded to a lot of, like, harrowing things on the podcast do you want to say i just i uh, for my own family's sake i want to say i have a really good relationship with my father he's nice to me i uh, i don't have any problems in that regard that make me like men who are mean to me <laughs> my dad one time on my birthday when i was like 11 did go to a u2 concert on my birthday versus celebrating my birthday with me but that's okay, (laughs) it's forgiven, (laughs) I don't have any problems with him. And that is not what makes me crazy.
5: I mean, I just don't want people to listen to this and think I'm like some like decrepit, fucked up, sad as fuck, like, (laughs) you know, like I'm okay. Like I'm fun and funny and having fun. And like, you know, I live in this new place. I've been here for, it's coming up, it's about to be a year next month. Yeah, just like that element added to like everything else I've been dealing with has just like I think really changed me and I just feel like I'm reaching this like you know I'm about to move I got a new job I'm like learning about myself in these ways. Shedding your skin like a snake.
6: You've been doing a really good job. I'm gonna confirm Elaine has been doing a good job. If I was her I would have offed myself but she's she's stronger, better than me, more resilient. Um, what's like a really good? What's one of those really good quotes? It's like, nevertheless, she persisted.
5: <laughs> um, what's that one Bible one that like everyone? Oh, she believed she could, so she did. I'm like, yeah, that's me. There's no fucking way. Oh, I
6: know that's she not in the Bible. Which I just one? To which one? It. She believed she could, so she did. <laughs>
5: no the um the um don't cry because it's over smile because it happened is that in the bible (laughs) (laughs) all of this sounds so biblical to me i'm like i'm never thinking that positively but it would be like it would be more like
6: angel hath wept (laughs) so the lamb (laughs) so the lamb bleeds (laughs) And then, like, the dumbest fucking Christian girl you've ever met from your high school is like, oh my god. Say this whole podcast episode is my cheese trail for the cheese-eating fucking rat. Say it. Rat, you're my muse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm hunched over, head on my knee. (laughs) I'm in great pain, <laughs> okay, rat, since this is the first and last podcast episode of mine you'll listen to i I will say <laughs> <laughs> even the even though I've already I wrote you a beautiful birthday card admitting, that even though you're <laughs> <and> <laughs> I'm gonna bleep both of those, don't worry. <laughs> elaine don't worry <laughs> elaine i rat i'm just saying
5: uh uh i don't really know why he doesn't like you either it's like really weird and confusing at please <laughs> <laughs> this portion
6: everyone in my life is mad at me for not apparently not being honest with you even though i wrote i wrote my truth in the birthday card (laughs) instead of stop stopping being (laughs) i have continued to be just that i actually think you should just like me that can be that (laughs) (laughs) i'm full-fledged embarrassing myself admitting that i am smitten by the rat (laughs) (laughs)
5: he's still a pest at the end of the day
6: Oh yeah, but like rats are can be sweet baby darlings. That's true. People keep them in their house as pets. People like them in their house. Some people warmly welcome them as a pet. Like I said, I, I love, I truly love The Departed. It is one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> and that whole movie, they are just trying. I've been chasing the rat since fucking end of January. Like it's a goddamn August. Uh, either, either poison yourself. <laughs> Or... Be my pet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Peterson is now going to teach us about demons.
3: I wanted to talk about the faking of disabilities <laughs> on TikTok <laughs> in contrast with um, what's the quote. Clo- What's the closest thing something could be to a demon? You know what I mean. We were talking about demons. That's the end of the episode. We were talking about demons.
6: Yeah, you're supposed to teach us about demons and how they manifest in people. Okay. Well, some people
3: like love demons and see them as like Pokemon, and then some people. <laughs> i feel like throw it around as a almost uh, warning it's like oh that person's a demon so good at something they've neglected other aspects of their life or they have such a vice that it's become emboli- that's become their uh their fiend they're, that's become their personality it's taken over and their demon it's like one of the seven deadly sins has consumed them basically you know what i mean is that a demon
6: so when Elaine and I say we're possessed by Paimon, what do you think about that? <laughs> I, I think you guys
3: are like like uh, goofy. No, but at the same time, think it's almost like uh, uh, it's very relevant right now. Twitter. Uh, okay, so basically, I'm, I need to look. give me a little bit of um, give me a little bit of stage for when I wasn't on the gaming episode, please. Okay. <laughs> so listen, Shin- Shingumi Tensai is basically where pokemon and Yu Oh came from and that's why the catholic church was like that's demonic they're talking about demons with that pokemon stuff that Yu Oh stuff it's about demons well no it was about uh digital devil saga it was about this like light novel that came out that was about this kid who basically terrorizes at school because he's summoning demons through the computer and how how is that how much is that like twitter or something right now it's all and, and then one chan came from japan which became 4chan in america so it's almost like when did one chan come out shortly after this like uh white novel about demons being summoned through a computer um you know what i'm saying it's like other people's un- unfiltered words or language uh sort of translated into uh, is this what you guys wanted
6: <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
3: The like persona games and all that it's about like they literally say like you have to like just like in the game they're like th- it's all about like the masks everyone wears you know face culture in asia it's all about the mask you present to society but this game is almost really putting a spin on it saying like no but every every demon in every mythology And every, like, Greek god and hero and everything, those are all, like, personas that we all subconsciously adapt. So why not just admit it, you know? Why not just, like, be the Joker, basically? You know, that's what the game is kind of, like, suggesting. Uh, So so it's really interesting. It's, like, literally Persona 4 has, like, Freudian, Jungian lectures. Carl Jung had demons, for sure. Freud had demons.
6: Okay, so, Pete, in the chat, I just put two of your tweets I want you to explain.
3: Oh god. Oh goodness Grace, which ones?
5: You have to do dramatic readings of them before you explain them.
6: If
3: POTUS smoked weed, he never would have fallen up the stairs. He would have had a vital spiritual edifice. Smoke Wards Off Demons. So in this one I'm basically saying that if Joe Biden had been smoking weed, he may have been a little bit more swaggy with the walking <laughs> up the stairs. He might have swagged up the stairs a little bit more. And I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the mic at that. No. This next one
5: <laughs> Good job making you explain this. Yeah, so I just I don't even so
6: know where like, to begin with it. Demons have been around yeah. since like creation of the earth. We've been fantasizing about demons. Yeah.
3: Right. But it's literally negative traits right. exaggerated into a uh, metaphor. Right. Um so Just like there are angels, there are demons. To become a demon is to become the best at something. It's almost like if you are the best at... um, You'll certainly get recognition if you're the strongest person alive, right? But you become a demon at the cost. The cost is that you become, like, solely dedicated to doing that, right? That's, uh, That's, like, the metaphor at play, but it also extends to, like, bad things, you know? It's just, like, the consumption of, uh, someone recon- seeing you as slightly less, in, like, human.
5: Do you have to have sinister intent to be a demon? No, just, like, in general, when you're, like, acting- Me? Like, when you're being possessed. <laughs> it's like, a. you said me? <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, I don't think you have sinister intent, ever. I think you rid yourself of that. Okay, wait, cut, cut, cut. Wait, cut this, so. <laughs>
5: It's funny.
6: <laughs>
3: no, that's my point. I feel like it's more like um, maybe you find out that, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what, what? Do you guys have any questions so far? I feel like I'm, I'm kind of just explaining what I think.
6: I mean, that's what we wanted because we don't really know. I'm just like, the lore of demons confuses me. Like, yeah. So is the devil himself a demon or does he control them?
3: Guts from Berserk is constantly being hunted by demons because he, he has a curse of sacrifice. The brand of the sacrifice. Um, and that's epic because he can't sleep ever because demons will try to kill him. And this is epic because Berserk is one of my favorite anime.
5: There's lots of demons in anime, it seems.
3: Okay, the Berserker... The Berserker Vikings would take mushrooms, so they would uh, their their uh, reality would be augmented as to which their enemies would appear smaller, and that's why Mario takes mushrooms.
6: Are we allowed to say you have a pH demon?
7: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so epic.
6: Um. So, I guess last thing, do you have any advice for Elaine and I to cope with our demons? Um, I think it's self-inflicted. For, sh- for sure, just, like,
3: um, doing a bunch of different stuff. Like, um...
5: <laughs> yes.
3: Like, like okay, so, uh, if you have the Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Link demon, Master Duel demon, um, or, like, the Fortnite demon, you could try the BMX demon, or the Skateboard demon, you know? Or, like, the, uh... You know... <laughs> why not be demonic demonic at productive things basically like honestly like it's fun to stay up all night reading a book that you're like obsessed with you know yeah. and you're just like treating it like it's a Netflix stock like okay start reading a book and then like stop after the first page and then cast everyone you think would be in the Netflix version of that book and then like oh I had a sick idea for a show earlier you have to let this on, uh, be on though you can't cut this out okay. but um <laughs> How about an A24 type movie, or like Neon Studios Nega A24 um, movie about the Final Fantasy house?
6: What's the house of Final Fantasy? Just like the, all the characters in
3: So basically there's this house of people living together that were obsessed with Final Fantasy characters to the point where they thought they were them. Like, what is it? Like, they yeah. had like this Uh, schizophrenia or uh, mental illness that made them think they were Final Fantasy characters. But imagine if, like, A24 directed a hereditary-type movie about it. It would be really good.
5: I mean, yeah, those people just sound like they were possessed, kind of. They were
3: possessed by the Final
5: Fantasy characters!
3: I was reading up on the fake uh, disassociative Identity Disorder TikTok wormhole. And... They were saying that the only time that people really did give themselves disassociated, disassociated, identity disorder was when they were playing RPG video games all day, MMORGs, where they were, like, pretending to be so many different characters that they were, like, get triggered by video games and, like, be more likely to, like, become one of those characters or something. Like, start acting like that. But that's, like, the closest that people have come giving themselves a mental illness, I'm saying. Like, this mental illness, at least.
6: What's your persona, P?
3: So, if I was in WWE, I was thinking it would be funny to be a um, very religious lawyer. <laughs> but so, so he's talking to the ref as if he's the judge and he's God. So he's like, he's like, Your Honor of the Most High, I find myself in this ring in this arena tonight. <laughs> And he has like a briefcase and a cross around his neck, like he's a priest and a (laughs) boy. Not like, but not like a priest, like a preacher. You know, like he could, like he has to be involved in the drama. So he's not. He he fucks for sure. So more
6: lines. (laughs)
3: uh, I I don't I that's all I've thought of for that character. (laughs) Men be like, you're fighting your demon. I'm fighting demons no you're on a podcast (laughs) tell (laughs) me
6: okay jiggle ass (laughs) that's me hi Riley hi
4: Riley hi Emily and Elaine
6: I like fucking love you I'm so happy right now (laughs) So, we have something really crazy to ask you.
4: Oh, shit.
6: Like a big request, like you're allowed to say no, but we would really prefer that you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Elaine and I have been experiencing some turmoil in our life lately, and we were really inspired because we've been going through some heartbreak lately, and so we wanted to write about our own. And we thought
4: you. Me too.
5: We've been, we've been acting pretty crazy. We've been we've been saying and thinking and doing some crazy things, but we are being controlled by uh, a demon, Payman. Like,
4: hereditary?
5: Yeah. The song is called Payman Made Me Do It. Yeah, and then Payman told us that
6: we need to make Riley our vessel and perform it.
4: As long as, like, naked people don't, like, start, like, coming out of the woods, like, towards me, when I start singing, I... I think I can handle it.
6: Well, that's what I was kind of worried about why you would say no, because I know you're a Christian and I didn't know if you (laughs) would think. It's like demonic to do this, but... I don't know, I think it's funny. (laughs) I'm Catholic and God told me I'm allowed to do this. Um, Elaine, do you want to send the lyrics so we can get a first reaction? I just
5: sent them. Who's Steely (laughs) Dan? Yeah, you can ask us whatever questions you want about the lyrics right now, so you can... Yeah, I
4: have
7: a
5: lot. Is this your first time hearing of Steely Dan?
4: Yeah, actually.
6: (laughs) I respect that. I love you for that so much, like even more than Harry did.
4: I mean, I'm just going to preface right now. I don't know how musical this is going to be. I also do not know if I'll get through this without laughing.
5: You need to take it seriously. We wrote this one night when we were acting so insane. We were literally losing our minds.
4: I mean, I feel like it has to be kind of like something you would hear like in in a horror movie, almost like like a <laughs> like a tiptoe or the tulips type of thing
6: like we're not we're not gonna be upset about anything you do. We're gonna like love it like we want you like we want you to be comfy and happy,
4: okay. I might just like start singing and like see where it takes me <laughs> okay i think i'm ready <laughs> you want to do it now i mean i don't know what else i'm gonna like do to prepare
5: yeah we were like ready to give you like a fucking month to like put it to music if you needed to
6: <laughs> just like make yourself vessel make yourself the vessel i didn't need to trump text you about
4: Steely dad, a chilly 30-year-old man, you didn't have to keep my tea, or ignore all of my messages, trying to get it back. Did payment make you do it? Why did you do it? I'm sorry, I'm trying to take it seriously, everyone. Um, <clears throat> my apologies. Let me entertain you for 72 hours like a monkey in a cave. Then cut me off like a fucking coward. Still, I feel. Like the one who is ranged Did Pokemon make you do it? I'm looking at letters in your back seat. Crying when I drove past Farrell Street. Because you love calling, Calling out your deceit. Because of my friend Pete. I more make me do it. I think I need a break. I'm writing this song about you, and I'm writing this song about you. Too many of you to count, so I just need to find a count. All so full of it. That's why we need made me do it Even made me do it Pokemon made me do it. I'm writing this song about you and I'm writing this song about him. Fucking chin. Too many of you to count so I just need to find a count Oh so full of shit that's woo No clue what just happened. <laughs> what
6: just happened? Um, Maggie Elaine's sister is here to break up all the men talking.
5: Hello. Well, are you supposed to ask me questions? I don't know what the fuck I'm saying.
6: Can you like give us some advice to cope with heartbreak?
5: Um, remove yourself if you're in a group chat with them. (laughs) Sometimes I think your IQ is higher than I realize. (laughs) Thank you.
6: Um Well, hi, Matt. I'm interested in gay guys. Oh, Slay. Nice to
2: you. <laughs> I just take a hit of poppers and we should get this started. <laughs> Is that hateful? I'm sorry. <laughs>
5: that's demonic. Poppers are demonic.
2: <gasps> they are. They are kind of. No, that's a lie. I'm sorry. I don't know how I feel about demons, really.
5: My friend, Matt Bl- Hello everybody, I've been waiting for this person to join us for a while, and I can't think of a more fitting conversation for us to have, but Matt, I just want to go on the record and say that I think you're my most emotionally intelligent friend, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say.
2: (laughs) My goodness, thank you so much.
5: You're welcome. (laughs) Demons. (laughs) Matt, have you ever felt yeah. a demon take over your whole body?
2: Okay, um Okay, so I was safeguarded from this, from 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 my youth I was, for anyone who wants to peg, peg me immediately Okay, not like literally For anyone who wants to peg my trauma immediately, like I, I, I was raised Roman Catholic Yeah, so like at school and stuff, like When kids, you know, when, like, doing, like, Ouija boards at sleepovers was, like, the hot thing to do, um, our, like, religious leaders were, like, if you play with a Ouija board, like, you're letting Satan into your body, you're letting the devil in. And um, me, child, youth, petrified. Like, I was afraid of Harry Potter, so, of course, I'm afraid of the idea of a demon entering my body and never leaving. I don't want to say that I've ever really had a demon in my body, though. No, I wish there's sometimes when I wish I could touch a Ouija board and have something in my body, but
5: have you ever felt like so not yourself that you're like, this must be demonic?
2: I don't know. I'm so emotionally intelligent that, (laughs) 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 wink, wink, that um, just really see everything through like psychology and like communication and like mental illness. Um, so I. Never really had an experience where I thought anything was demonic. I mean, of course, like what's that one where um the demon gets in the woman and she's in the chair and she flips upside down, and then her husband has to like exorcise her, but he's not a priest. What's that?
5: The Exorcist.
2: No, it's. Uh...
5: Is it like The Conjuring or
2: something? I think so, yeah. maybe. But like, I don't know. I know. I think I believe demons are real. <laughs>
6: you like just brought up a movie then you're like demons are real
2: (laughs) uh i love hollywood yeah okay wait here's the tea
5: i'm a demon you i mean
2: (laughs) yeah elaine has brought me closer to my demon side i would say Hmm. i'm sorry i'm about to google i'm about to google a a charlie xcx lyric right now
6: thank you thank you
2: you say i'm turning evil i'll say i'm finally pure yeah that's how i feel like people people like monitoring my relationship with elaine they're like matt you're turning evil i say no <laughs> i'm finally
5: love- <laughs> oh my god do, no, people, uh- like, do people really think that
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, i used to be way more demonic but
2: no no you're finally pure girl
5: to anytime i act crazy or do something that i'm like why the fuck did i do that i just like want to blame it on a demon and that it wasn't me you know what i mean <laughs> it's a brand new way to stop taking accountability for your actions it's so much easier to be like oh it was a demon
4: sorry
2: (laughs) (laughs) just sell yourself to the devil yes
5: me and emily were raised catholic too but i don't think what to i mean i loved harry potter
2: (laughs) when i was in high school i was like yes this is so great like i'm so happy don't get me wrong i met some of the some great people but also like I was like so closeted and it was so sad.
5: I don't know how to ask this. You but know, did you think being gay was ever like a demon trying to possess you? Oh my <laughs> like, God. Did you ever think that? Were um, you like, get this out of me? Like, I'm sure you, like, you know, I just had to ask.
2: <laughs> I, wi- I, wish I, I wish I had like memories of that trauma. I don't know.
5: Okay, don't. don't I, think I about definitely.
2: It. <laughs> I w- <laughs> it's okay, I had therapy today. I definitely tried to pray the gay away.
5: Yeah.
6: If
2: that's, yeah, if that's any indicator.
6: Do you mind reciting, like, a pray a gay away prayer? Because people talk about it all the time, but I want to know what it actually, like, is.
5: I tried to do it, too. I don't,
2: I don't, really. In
5: seventh grade, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I, I, there wasn't, like, a prayer, I would say. It's kind of, like, intention. Like, um, you know, I would say, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the St. Michael the Archangel prayer to, like, help me be not gay, but, like, Also, well, when I was in the church, they were like, it's okay to be gay. You just, like, can't do anything about it. Like, I knew gay priests who were like, yes, I'm gay, but also, like, the Lord is my light and my path, and, you know.
5: Did you, like, think that that was the life you were going to live, where you were like, I'm gay?
2: Yeah, no. Have I not told you I was, like, fully, like, priesting up? I was, like, ready. Ready to go to seminary. Matt yeah I love performing, but there's no way I could do those homilies all the time Mm-mm.
5: <laughs> do him with him and
6: in him i I was Catholic and I loved Harry Potter and my first email was voldekins ninety eight after Lord Voldemort so <laughs> I've always accepted demonhood I love it I think being evil is amazing but I, I want to be good so bad so it's gonna bring me the i don't I'm confused what the episode is about. We're trying to figure it out. It's about demons, but it's also about heartbreak. So Matt, have you ever been heartbroken? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. So many times. Mm. Well, that's my time. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes.
2: Yes. I'm very.
6: Are you prone to it?
2: I'd say, I'm pr- I'd say I'm prone. Yeah. 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 I have a, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm prone to it.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think I am too. I was actually thinking about that earlier too. Like <laughs> obviously I'm like mostly joking when I say I'm like addicted to being sad and feeling heartbroken, but also like there is just like something about it that when I'm not, I'm like five percent of me like misses it a little. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like
2: No, no, it's so true. We are addicted to um the like the, the, the furthest extent of our emotional capacity as human beings like we want to feel like every single moment is like riding this high whether the high is like a real high or whether it's like really really low like you want to feel so intensely that like it's just so easy to be so sad about everything
5: mm-hmm.
6: it's so much fun to indulge in horrible evil emotions
2: hmm evil Yeah. Yeah.
6: Well, I think heartbreak is evil because I think a lot of heartbreak is selfish. I think we enable a lot of it, which is okay.
2: I was like listening to you guys talk to Pete, and and he was talking about he was like calling things demons. I don't know if that was like I think it was like pretty metaphorical of him, but also like you will get you can get chemically addicted to someone. Like when you never ever touch anyone in your life. And then like, suddenly someone wants to cuddle with you. Your oxytocin is like, Woo-hoo! <laughs> and it's like, let's do this all the time. I love this. And then like, when you lose that, yeah, you'll freak out, lose that ability to, you know, make babies or whatever. <laughs> and it makes you so sad. And like, it's true. It really does.
6: I love it when a guy's mean to me.
5: Yeah, that's just like we're not there as a society. Like I think we like
2: Is that your
3: demon?
5: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes.
2: You stupid idiot. <laughs> Why don't you come over?
6: I know. Um, I'm being no, quiet
2: no, I'm Sorry. I don't
5: have a crush on you. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what I've gone through that what usually happens. I've
5: gone through that phase.
2: Oh my god, yeah.
5: Matt, have you ever had a crush on me? <laughs>
2: uh elaine not in the slightest no
5: Damn.
2: (laughs) maybe when you did drag maybe when you did drag
5: we talked about getting (laughs) married yesterday what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, yes what do you want to tell us about the time you've been most heartbroken
2: (laughs) (laughs) so okay I need to. I wait. This is something I've been thinking about recently in my in my days as um as like an adult gay man. Ooh, I just hated that I said that <laughs> as an a like a gay person. Is that like we don't get? Gay people typically don't get the opportunity to experience like. Okay, this is why like heartstopper like everyone loves it is because all of these like like twinks are watching it and they're like. Oh my god, like they're so happy. Like I never thought this would ha- and this is me. Like I also cried watching. I
5: cried too. That part where he said I never just never thought this would happen to me. I just couldn't stop the yeah. tears. They came. They no. came out. I Mm-mm. was like Oh my god. Anyways, keep going. I'm sorry I had to say that. And the,
2: no, that is No, please. Like that is fully when I cried as well. Yeah. Like he said that and I was like Jesus Christ. Like Hollywood isn't Hollywood now knows exactly where to like strike us mm-hmm. to get us involved because like you like there was like a like a loss of adolescence in the fact that like you know okay let's be selfish about it for a second i'm a demon <laughs> um i did not get to experience young love and like i didn't get um carefree lighthearted experiences like you know i was pining after straight boys and like
5: yeah and you also didn't get to watch it either you know like
2: right and they, there was no representation that was it, which is like, oh my God. Okay, sorry. I knew this was going to come to Muna. But um, yes. the idea of Muna's new album, like Silk Chiffon, if you have ever listened to it, I think it is groundbreaking how they wrote Silk Chiffon because it is like one of the first representations of queer love I have ever heard in mainstream media where it's not like, oh, I hate myself because I'm gay and you're straight or like, you know, like not, not that those songs are bad or anything. But, like...
5: Like, the song is literally about the opposite of that. Like, yeah.
2: Gay life Life is... Life's
5: so fun. Life's so fun.
2: I saw this person and they looked at me and I wonder what they feel like on my skin. Life's so fun. Oh, my God. Keeping
5: it light like silk chiffon.
2: And they do. They do keep it light. (laughs) Ah, beautiful. Right. I didn't get to experience any of that. So, the first time... Okay, well, the first time... I got over it quicker, even though I did cry a lot. But the second time I had my heart broken, um, which was probably the biggest one, it's just like you just see love as something like way more pure and amazing than it actually is. He was giving me everything, like he had like the the brother issues. You know, everyone else has like mommy daddy issues. Brother
6: issues. issues? I
2: have big brother issues. (laughs) They're the same. (laughs)
6: same Your brother doesn't like you, then you're mean to a guy.
5: <laughs> what up? You mean to another no, young, like you mean no, to another like, young man?
2: <laughs> I like actively seek partners that kind of fill the hole of like a, okay, sorry. <laughs> <sighs> I got to stop talking about holes <laughs> I look for partners <laughs> I look for partners that will like fill the role um of like a big brother figure you know what I mean
6: mm-hmm. oh I like the Sufjan scenes yeah. like where he says um I think of you like my brother although that sounds dumb when he's singing about loving another man I think that's so cute is that what you're getting at oh uh, I don't think I've ever uh, yeah it's called well... me by your name
2: <laughs> oh what a good movie also disgusting <laughs> also great
6: <laughs> exactly
2: yeah okay so yeah that was like the time i was the most heartbroken is like and then i like finally was like fuck you fuck this like this is over mm-hmm. and i remember it was august 4th 2018 oh that i sent that message
6: why do you know the date
2: crazy Cr- Another crazy because i'm boy crazy because i'm boy crazy
6: you were so heartbroken you remembered the um, date that you sent the text
2: yeah i think i think the the day that we met met was actually um september 7th wait let me <laughs> check of to yep, september 7th 2017 like permanently embedded i cannot forget
1: oh.
2: like do i know like 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 my first like love or experience of gay relationship do i know his birthday absolutely Do I know, like, do I know Elaine's off the top of my head? Sometimes, no. Sorry, Elaine. (laughs) That was crazy of you. Like, it's truly, I know things, like, sometimes I have to look, sorry, wait, I'm going to whisper this. Sometimes I have to look up my mother's birthday.
5: It's okay. But the
2: man that broke my heart my freshman year, got it. I I know exactly when it is. (laughs) So sad.
5: Wow. That's demonic
2: that da- is demonic
5: do you want to repent
2: exercise me <laughs> not often <laughs> so
5: after after this happened and in general like how do you mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. your process of dealing with it
2: oh my god yeah i go crazy <laughs> yes i cry a lot <laughs> um and then i realize that uh my life heart and brain will never be the same forever have relationships with people where I I feel things and I look back and I'm like, oh my God, this is how Benjamin made me feel. And so it's like, is this person making me feel this way? Or am I feeling this way? Because it's the way I used to feel in this similar scenario.
6: Do you have any feelings for Benjamin? If Benjamin texted you tomorrow, what would you do?
2: Actually, I actually texted him. I I was an hour away from where he relocated to. And I texted him and I said, I'm here. I didn't say, <laughs> I don't like want to be with
4: I'm here. I'm here. I didn't like. <laughs> That's so good. and so demonic.
6: <laughs>
4: I told him, I said, I'm an hour away.
2: I don't have a car, but like you could drive down here because how, how, guess how far away the drive to his house was. It was an hour. Yeah. So, so I was like, okay, you know, I'm an hour away and it, this wasn't to try to get back with him or anything. Like I really just wanted to talk to him and catch up and stuff. Also, he owes me an a big apology, huge apology.
5: Are you ever gonna get it? Um, did he ever say sorry? Yeah, did he ever say sorry, ever?
2: Um, In the middle, he said sorry because he um, went, went on August 4th, I messaged him and I said, do not talk to me anymore. And then we got cast in a show together. Mm. Oh, Shrek, come on. I was a pig. I was a little piggy. (laughs) And we did that show together. And for the first, like, three weeks, I, like, would not look at him, did not talk to him. I was very professional, but I, like, would not. And then he was like, can I please talk to you? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. You're my best friend. And I was like, okay, fine. We can be friends again immediate yeah immediately back together and then we had like a month where we were like basically in a relationship again and then he was like uh i'm actually gonna never talk to you again yeah. jesus oh my christ
5: fucking god
2: yeah i hope he listen.
5: so did you have another
2: can you send this to Emmaline?
5: yeah <laughs> i will if you want i mean you're on good terms we are on good terms he's he's always been my friend <laughs>
2: disgusting no, that yeah. was
5: also like i really did like i mean he's a very emily you would probably love he's very charismatic and very, yeah he is so that, charming very charming um
2: I, i'm like a stick in the mud like please i'm like a stick in the mud with glitter all over it give it
5: matt is, matt is more real than him for sure but he's like just very will like strike you down immediately um Know him. <laughs> Charlie X wrote lightning about Benjamin. Um. <laughs> um. But no, Matt, you too. Matt. I mean, I'll never forget the first time you sang that song in class, and I just
2: the mental yeah, illness. I
5: just fell in love with you and then begged you to sing it every time we were together. After that, like a, I could yes. stop. Um.
2: Yes, a song that was intended to be sung by a middle-aged man, sung by, like, a little twink. yes. It really- Absolutely heart-wrenching. It made me
5: fall in love with you, and then I, like, followed you around (laughs) and, like, wanted to be, like, in your friends so bad that um, one of our advisors (laughs) asked me if me and Matt were together. (laughs) (laughs) This was, like, within a month of us knowing each other for the first time.
2: Here are other things I do to deal with heartbreak. (laughs) I like to. I like to like do things usually uh, this is when like verbiage becomes important to me just because I do things by myself all the time, but like I never really call them dates until I like need to regain that sense of self. You know, I'm like, I need this to be a date." And I took myself on a date yesterday. I took myself on a date today. I'm taking myself on a date tomorrow.
6: Oh my god. You're in love with yourself.
2: I am. I'm gorgeous. And I got a nice bod too.
6: Oh my yeah. I get oxytocin when you post a picture of your body. <laughs> <laughs> post more,
5: post more.
3: Uh post more. I can't.
6: No,
2: I just started going to the gym again for the first time in like 2 months. So, living. I will say my like my close friends story and like my Twitter and have like taken a beating recently because I'm currently going through a stupid boy crazy thing that makes no sense like if I explained it to you you'd be like yeah you're being a little ridiculous right now and I'd be like I know but also like boy crazy but um yes. it's and this is so sad kind of I'm I've been thinking about this it's really sad like I have I'm taking such like a legalese approach to relationships now like it's about like boundary like you have to express your boundaries you have to express intentions you have to express your needs you have to communicate these things because how the hell is your partner or other person supposed to know what you need um so like if someone clearly communicates the boundary like do not talk to me i'm like it doesn't matter if you're heartbroken like you kind of have to respect that and if you don't respect that then like that's mm. on you you know like that they they have full authority to like block you or whatever you can't get mad at them like you can't show up to their house and be crazy about it you have to get over it like i'm here <laughs> i am said, here. here i literally <laughs> i flew i flew across the country to send that text message <laughs> <laughs> i'm here <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, this is Emily now. I broke my microphone for this segment and my audio got ruined. I don't feel like re recording it, so I am using this sexy robot voice instead now. Um, we have a special guest. Elaine and I's boyfriend Logan is here, and he is going to break up with us both.
8: That's right. Hello. Uh, this is gonna be kinda hard for me, but uh, since Elaine's laughing, I'll. Uh, I guess you think this is a joke. I- I'll do you first, Elaine. Okay. We met on Twitter several days ago in my coffee space where I walked around and got coffee and just you stood out to me, you know, like I thought you were cute. Um, You know, we hit it off pretty well, but I just can't do this anymore. Like your personality is good, but I'm just way out of your league.
5: If I got a nose job, would that fix things?
8: I I consider it.
5: I gotta. I'm gonna start my GoFundMe for my nose job.
1: You're getting broken up with, and you're thinking about your nose. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I have to become hot. I have to become a hotter for Logan.
8: You need to get vocal cord surgery, cause frankly, you just don't sound hot enough.
5: That's the first time anyone's ever said that to me. I've never heard that before.
8: I need you to be a mix of. If you're not a mix of Dasha and Scarlett Johansson in the movie Her, then I just don't think it's going to work.
5: Thank you. I have a lot to reflect on.
8: God. Thank God. <sighs> Judgeable. I'm back. Oh. uh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Has it been enough time? Yeah. Do you love me again?
8: Yes. Yes, I am. Very much so. I can see that you already got your nose job and you're looking sexy as hell right now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> when I laugh like a witch, does it turn you on? <laughs>
8: <laughs> I have a witch fetish. I'm in. You got me. You called my bluff. You called my bluff. I wasn't really going to break up with you. Hmm.
1: Emily, what happened? Are you okay? Thank you for worrying about me. You are such a good boyfriend. Is there anything you wanted to talk to me about tonight?
8: Yes. Well, I didn't want to do this tonight because I already had a difficult time with uh, one of my dear girlfriends. (laughs) But I guess since, since you want to do this today, since you want to do this today, I guess we'll do this today. Emily, like, I've been meaning to say this for a while. I like you. You're, like, sexy and funny and, um...
1: Why are you complimenting me in our breakup? Oh, to soften the blow. My grandpa died last night.
8: Why do you always have to make it about you?
1: (laughs) That is honestly what every guy has said to me when breaking up with me. (laughs) Just kidding, I've never been dumped.
8: Oh, your grandpa died? That's selfish of you to bring
1: up right now. Please hit me to make things even. I would never do that.
8: This Catholicism thing, man. I I just found out it's going to take me a year. I know you want me to convert really bad, but if I get confirmed, I think the priests. Or the bishop or whatever might take issue with me having like several wives. So, I have an ultimatum for you. We
1: are converting the We are actually going to get in trouble for this. This is the first time we will actually get in trouble for what we are saying.
8: <laughs> I can have multiple wives and we can continue on. And my my friend Hatim just said I just had to recite the uh, some prayer <laughs> I think, and the food is delicious.
1: So you are already giving up on the Catholic treat of a stale little piece of bread and a sip of backwash wine.
8: It was all a ruse. It was all a ruse. You're right. I can't fucking stand you, Emily. I have been trying and trying to. Just appease you and all you do is you keep you keep nagging me. You keep joining my Twitter spaces and saying, Logan, Logan, give me attention, when are you gonna come over? When are you gonna come over and give me COVID? And I'm sick of it.
0: No, 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 no. No, sleeve, till foot on the pad, never aim metal. middle. Ain't you running hotter than a boy in a pedal? Running my rhyme, it's a damn good town. City to city, I'm running my rhyme. Welcome to hell! Topple off a little bit more of this keystone. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll be honest, I like the taste. It tastes like hot dogs. <laughs> Welcome to hell, bitches. I'm the devil.
5: Devil!
6: Why are you here?
0: I brought you to here.
6: Yeah, we're, we're in hell, Elaine. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, got it. We're in hell.
0: Brought you to here. Not because I wanted to, but because you deserve to be. What did we do? Oh, shit. Yeah. There's seven rings of this place six of them are for nerds and the seventh is where i've brought you to. to the ho shit level what's our punishment your punishment for the rest of eternity you two are going to be forced to be with men who drink ipas and ask you if you've seen curb your enthusiasm <laughs>
6: Oh my god, that's already my reality.
5: I already <laughs> Emily's like, I love that.
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of happy. <laughs> I love hell. I love hell.
0: <laughs> that's my personal hell. Okay.
6: <laughs> Sounds pretty, pretty good.
0: I feel like Emily's dream guy is the guy that I, I couldn't spend a week with. Yeah. You know, typically... I don't get as two faithful companions as you two shitbags, but I really appreciate the work that you've done for me and my people up there on the surface land. Normally, if I want a girl to act like that, never mind. Nope. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I could request more, the only thing missing from your resume of of deviantry is that she's send more boob pictures out to everyone. And also I have a girlfriend and her boobs are awesome.